What's poppin' internet? Welcome to another episode of the Synced Up Podcast, a show where we talk about news, games, and we sandwich a little fun in between. I'm your host, Timmy DeDero, and joining me this week is the number one Nintendo fan, Michael Claire. What's up, Mike? How you feeling? I'm feeling real good. Feeling too. real good on this, on this fine Sunday. It's a cool 70, 71 degrees in here. Mm-hmm. Not too bad. With not the too lights, bad. about 85. It's dark outside because the DST. DST. The Daylight Savings Time. Oh, that's what that means. <laughs> what did you think I meant? DST. I don't know, man. Like some I, was drugs like, or I thought that was a time zone. No, oh, di- for uh, district standard time? Yeah. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about another Nintendo Direct Mini, Cyberpunk breaking more promises, and Halo Infinite possibly being in trouble. Also, Uh-oh. much, much more because, you know, Big week. this is the Singed Up Podcast. Uh, but before we get into, into that, a little bit of housekeeping for you. We are on YouTube now. So if you were listening in your favorite podcasting service and you're like, hey, I want to know what they look like. You can go over to youtube.com slash synced up podcast, subscribe to that feed over there, and we got all the podcasts up as a video version that you can watch. And you can also uh, get some of our bonus content. We just recorded an impressions video for Watch Dogs Legion that's going to go up exclusively on the YouTube feed over at youtube.com slash synced up podcast um, probably Monday in the evening. I'm thinking about five, six o'clock, something like that. I don't DST. know when videos. DS2, DST. Okay. Um, I don't know when videos perform, so we'll have to see. I have no idea. But also, if you're on YouTube and you're tired of seeing our faces and you're getting real tired of that and you're like, man, I'm so tired of looking at these dudes and I just want to hear them because their voices are real nice, you can go to your favorite podcasting service audio feed and search Synced Up Podcast and look for the blue and white logo with What's the your favorite podcasting controller. service? Uh, just Apple Podcasts, what I Spotify. use. Spotify. A lot of people use Spotify, though. New episodes go up in both of those feeds, 7 a.m. Central Time Zone. Gang, Damn. also, you can write into the show at syncedupod at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, concerns that you would like us to read on the show or mm-hmm. not read on the show and just read um, in confidence. Lots of love letters recently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I delete them before you get oh, there. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I get the notice. Um, but you can also follow us on Twitter at syncedupod. Uh, I almost said at gmail.com. I almost said at gmail.com. At syncedupod to stay up to date with all of our videos and content that we are doing. Speaking of that content, we are streaming now. If you go to twitch.tv slash syncedupod, is that what it is? Yes. Um, twitch.tv slash syncedupod. You can find us uh, over there on the Twitch, uh, mainly me streaming there. You can also find Mike on his personal uh, Twitch at twitch.tv slash Bear. That's C-L-E-R-C-B-E-A-R. And he's Sir. streaming Pokemon and all kinds of jazz over there all the time. Whatever we're feeling. Also, if you're here because of our recent promotion on the Min Max podcast, I hope you like what you hear. And I hope you uh, hit that sub button or hit that follow button and listen to future episodes. But let's get right into the show here. This is the Nintendo Direct Mini Roundup right here. I, so... Me? You? Uh, you go ahead and do it, actually. Yes, sir. Yeah. Nintendo is your thing. All right. So uh, this is another Nintendo Direct Mini. <laughs> uh, they started off strong with the Control Ultimate Edition Cloud version. Um, the winner of more than thir- er, more than 80 awards. Control, <laughs> 30. It is more than 30. That is still correct. Mm-hmm, Control mm-hmm. is a visually stunning third-person action adventure that will keep players on the edge of their seat, blending open-ended environments with the signature world-building and storytelling of developer Remedy Entertainment. Good Control presents an expansive, intensive, intensely gratifying gameplay experience. Uh, Control Ultimate Edition Cloud Version is available now on Nintendo Switch. So Control is a very good game. Now, I personally don't know if this game's going to run well on Switch. As someone who plays it, played it on the Xbox Series X sitting right over there, uh, it didn't run super well in certain aspects, especially when going in and out of menus. So they can get this running on the Switch. It's going to be chugging. It's good, but it is not they, I mean, they're doing game. they're doing this like I think isn't it like uh, isn't it like some sort of streaming? Well, it's a cloud version. Yeah, it's like some weird. It's like some weird half streaming, half baked streaming probably to, thing. Probably just to help it run better on the <laughs> Yeah, so, and I don't know if it runs good or not. I know some people have played it, but I personally have not. Moving on, we've heard about this game a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. 
before the Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity game launches for Nintendo Switch on November 20th, fans will be able to try to out a free demo for the game available now on the Nintendo eShop. The action-packed story is set in Hyrule 100 years before the events of the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild game. The demo will let players experience the fast-paced action and dramatic cutscenes which shed light on the events that led to the Great Calamity. During the Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase, it was revealed that the massive screen-filling Divine Beast will also be playable in the game. Using the overtop powers of the Divine Beasts will surely help players find victory when used in their respective stages. So we played this. We'll talk about it more later, though. Yep. Um, on, on the on the what you've been playing section, we will get into the very hour and exciting. Half demo. I enjoyed it a lot. Sort of that. Just to give a heads up, um, and also the demo progress carries over into the full game, which is nice. So you might as well give it a shot, and if you like it, save you some time when the game comes out. Exactly. Exactly. Um, afterwards, they showed Immortals Phoenix Rising. The fate mm -hmm. of the world is at stake. Play as Phoenix, a new winged demigod, on a quest to save the Greek gods and their home from a dark curse. Take on mythological beasts, master the legendary powers of the gods, and defeat Typhon. The deadliest titan in Greek mythology, in an epic fight for the ages. Immortal Phoenix Rising launches for Nintendo Switch on December 3rd with pre orders beginning today. Excited for that game. Uh, me too. I know. Was Chance? Mm -hmm. Chance a big fan of this game? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Chance is the UB guy. Come on, man. Uh, I might be sleeping on this game right now. Nah, you. Yes, I'll have to wait till it sleeping. comes out. I don't know. It, it looks very pretty. Mm -hmm. I'm just not sold yet. So I'm sold. I'm sold. Plus, I mean, I'm getting it for half price. Also, Bravely Default 2. Uh, brought together by fate, four heroes will embark on a great voyage in the beautiful and engaging role-playing game Bravely Default 2 from Square Enix, the creators of the Final Fantasy series. In the series' new adventure, players will set off on an epic journey visiting stunning locations, meeting intriguing characters, and battling dastardly villains. By defeating enemies called Asterisk Bearers, the heroes will acquire <laughs> Asterisks, which allow them to change jobs. By using the right combination of jobs, players can turn the tide of battle in their favor. Some of the jobs that acquire that are can be acquired include the powerful vanguard the white mage the bard the beastmaster and the gambler among many others those are the main four that they showed was just yeah those. they only showed those ones saying there would be many more to come mm -hmm. um after a demo version of the game went live in march the developers collected player feedback about things like difficulty and controls to improve the overall game experience a video addressing the helpful fan feedback will be posted on the bravely default 2 website and on youtube later today bravely default 2 launches exclusively for the switch on september September. Fep February. September. February 26th, 2021. That's funny. September. September, my wow. favorite. favorite um, this took up a big chunk of the uh, the Nintendo Direct Mini. And it really did. It was, you know. I kind of I kind of lost some interest in this game just because it's chibi robo very, style. Very, and very cheesy. Yeah. A lot of cheese. And the, it reminded me a lot of Octopath Traveler, mm -hmm. which but not as I think just looks, looks like a, a better game. Same mm -hmm. developer, too. Or yeah. Both from... Square Enix. Square, square, square. Um, Story of Seasons, Pioneers of Olive Town. I want to talk about uh, Rip Off. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preface this by saying plagiarism. <laughs> plagiarism. I would get kicked out of college for this. Uh, Cultivate yes. a farm from the ground up. Chop down trees, discover flora and fauna, raise animals, experience all of this, and more as part of Story of Seasons, Pioneers of Olive Town. The newest game in the original farm simulation series coming to Nintendo Switch on March 23rd, 2021. Will players sow fields and grow a cornucopia of colorful crops? Crops, <laughs> or there's a lot of words, man. Yeah. Or construct a massive ranch with lots of animal pens. How players choose to live their farm life is completely up to them. Um, honestly, show bring up a trailer for this game, Jordan. I wanna, I wanna, I want to acknowledge someone is calling me. I cannot answer this. Um, I wanna to show the people how massive this plagiarism actually it, yeah. is. Um, it's it's pretty. It's there. <laughs> it's definitely there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, some things we didn't even mention. You can story of seasons. Town. You can marry people. Um, you can go mining. You know, you can. Uh, lot sounding familiar? Hmm. Yeah. Pioneers of all of town. Yeah. Just bring up the trailer. That's all we really need. It's. Uh, what's up? That's a different. That's a different game. That's a different game. 
Pioneers of Olive Town. Stories is the one of we're seasons. looking for. Mineral Town. That's something else. Will you be playing this? No. Oh, <laughs> Absolutely not. Me neither. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Switch it over. Full screen net. Cultivate your farm and more. Right. You can turn the audio on. That's fine. As long, yeah, as long as it's yeah, low. Yeah, it shouldn't be too bad. Yeah, so here, here we know, go. You know, chibi S- cows. Sk- skip a little bit. Cute, skip a little bit. Cute little chickens. Yeah, here sheep. we go. So we're oh, we're going. We're like, oh, what's happening? This is you know we're you over you work grandpa's a, old farm. Yeah, you you work an office job and you hate it and you take over grandpa's old farm. I don't know if that sounds familiar yet, uh, but here we'll, we'll we'll keep going. We'll keep going here. Okay, stories oh. of seasons. Oh, title splash. Title okay, splash. Okay, cool, cool. Oh, oh, chopping trees. What is this? <laughs> what wow. Is, what does this remind I, you? Of? I have to clean up my farm and make space for <laughs> for new stuff. Would you look skip at forward that? some more, dude. Oh, dude. Really? Like right here. Oh, oh wow. What is uh, this? Sprinklers and. Picking my stuff, what, what, feeding my cows, making them happy. This is so insane. Skip towards like the end, like three quarters of the way through. You, you get you get some stuff That's about nice merit. Shot. Yeah, here we go. Hang out with the town. We're talking. If you really feel, oh, you like that person? Oh, you can talking. marry him. Yep. Wow. Oh, what? You wow. get married? Okay. Yeah. Anyway. For for anyone who might be out of the joke and uh, not in on the see that's new there, not in on the joke here um, because you missed the game. This is pretty much a one for one uh, Stardew Valley, which game a game that has been out a very long time. Obviously, the art style. Oh, our lower thirds are back. Obviously, the art style is um, real different than Stardew Valley, but yeah. it's the same game. Yeah. Very very much um, the same. <laughs> oh yeah. Moving on. What else have we got? No More Heroes 3. Experience the latest exploits of legendary assassin Travis Touchdown and No More Heroes 3. In this game, players are put in the middle of the action. As the fight between assassins becomes a battle on a galactic scale, destroy aliens in this garden of madness when No More Heroes 3 launches exclusively for Nintendo Switch in 2021. Also, if players haven't experienced the series prequels, no problem. The first two No More Heroes games, No More Heroes and No More Heroes 2, Desperate Struggle, which originally launched for the Wii's console, are available now on Nintendo Switch. Yeah, I, no, no More Heroes is one of those games that a lot of people enjoy. Uh, well, I don't know about a lot I wanna of people. I want to visit it. I, wanna, um, I, I just can't. Up. I can't do it. Seems like a lot, like the energy and stuff. I'm just like I don't I, know. If this I is enjoyed for me. their trailer a lot. It, <clears> it was definitely fun. funny. It was a lot, a lot better than Pioneers of All of Town. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I will agree on that front. What else we got? Hitman Three Cloud Version. Hitman. Cl- you say Hitman. 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 You, uh, Hitman. <laughs> it just—I think the reason I pointed it out Hitman, was good. Pikmin. It's something, yeah, Pikmin. Uh, <laughs> no, Hitman. Yeah, Pikmin. Hitman. Okay, I see. <laughs> Hitman Three. Hitman. Cloud version. Um, <laughs> this is the first time the Hitman series has been on Nintendo Switch and represents the dramatic conclusion to the world of Assassination Trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, whether players are new to the franchise or familiar with the series, they'll enjoy a globe-trotting adventure to sprawling sandbox locations as Agent 47 returns for the most important contracts of his entire career. This game does look cool. Like, they've switched it up a bit, and um, they're, they kind of up the scale a little bit, but mm-hmm. I just don't... I don't want to play this on Switch. If, I, like, no, if I'm going to play this, it, I'm going to play this on It doesn't feel like a Switch game, and I'm not big into Hitman games. I was so. back in the day. Like, I, you know, I know it might be missing out. Mm-hmm. Not not trying to play these games, but... Cool. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless. I agree. Um, part-time UFO. This is from HAL Laboratory, the developers of the Kirby series. Comes Part-Time UFO, a colorful game in which players take on the role of an adorable and helpful UFO. From dishing up sweets to fishing and building a castle, the UFO will perform all sorts of part-time jobs. This sounds great. Players can clear stages by carrying the required object, but more rewards will be earned by completing three specific challenges per stage. By passing a Joy-Con controller to a friend or family member, two people can perform jobs together. Part-Time UFO... UFO is available now on Nintendo Switch. Yeah, this looks like one of those fun shovelware games. Yeah, a little cute um, <clears throat> puzzle game. I wouldn't call it shovelware. Like, Bratz 
monster party. It's shovelware. <laughs> this is how laboratory, you know. Mm-hmm. So, out of still, it looks, it's it real close cute. to shovelware. Uh, yeah, but I don't think like it was Kirby Fighters Two. I think it recognizes that it's not supposed to be. You know, yeah, AAA. it's just a cute little game. Um, afterwards, this is almost shovelware. This is mobile game stuff. Yeah, this is shovelware. surviving the aftermath. Survive and thrive in a post-apocalyptic future. Resources are scarce, scarce, but opportunity calls. Players can build the ultimate disaster-proof colony, protect their colonists, and restore civilization to a devastated world. Remember, the end of the world is just the beginning. The Nintendo Switch version of Surviving the Aftermath launches in spring 2021. What do you think of this one? Uh, what? Oh, I mean, I thought it looked very... No words? Yeah, pretty much. I thought it looked like an Instagram ad game. Yeah, it looked like a mobile like build your city you're scrolling, game. You're scrolling through Instagram and it pops up like, install now, or you're yeah. on YouTube and the thing, and it's like totally the ad for a game, but when you actually click the game, the game plays nothing like the ad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Um, also, Tropico 6, Nintendo Switch Edition El Presidente is back Presidente. in Tropico 6. Players have the fate of their island in their hands. Build and rule an island nation on large archipelagos take care of subjects' needs, and send agents to steal world, world monuments. Tropico 6 lands on Nintendo Switch on November 6th. Pre-orders for the game begin later today. Classic um, series? Yeah. Following that up, Bakugan, Champions of Astoria. Classic series? A big one. <laughs> Fierce strategy plus epic action equals Bakugan. That is, that's math. It's up to players to build the that's best team and duke it out in high-energy battles. Become the ultimate champion in Bakugan, Champions of Historia, launching exclusively for Nintendo Switch on November 3rd. Um, watching this trailer, you know, part of childhood, so much of the Bakugan was rolling it and, like, mm-hmm. it transforming. It just looked like it was constantly big. Like, yeah. just monster fighting simulator. So, disappointed. I want ro- ball <laughs> roll simulator. I'm not, you're, you're never going to get a Bakugan game that very Simulates many people enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Or that very many people enjoy. No, not at all. And then, lastly, Grifflands. Nintendo Switch Edition. Sharp negotiating skills are a must when playing Grifflands, a deck-building roguelike game. Every decision matters in each playthrough, whether it's the jobs players take, the friends they make, or the cards they collect. Explore the gritty sci-fi world of Grifflands when it launches in Nintendo Switch in summer 2021. I'm kind of sad how far out this one was. Yeah, it's a good game. But cool. Yeah, Um, a lot of people very much like Grifflands when it dropped on Steam. Uh, uh, Very much, uh, what's the game... Slay the Spire. Very much Slay the Spire-esque, yes. but it's like dialogue and stuff, so it's like really cool. Um, all in all, I, I think the Partner Showcase was okay. Partner Presents. Yeah, whatever. Excuse you. Uh, definitely, I think they've cracked the code and realized <laughs> they have to put some good games in there yeah. when they do these and not just WWE, I mean, 2K, Battlegrounds. At, yeah, looking at it, it's like the control thing's cool. Age, Age of Calamity demo good. is nice. Phoenix Rising. Uh, you got some good yeah, stuff. But there's a lot. It still just feels like you know, where's our Nintendo Direct, you know? It's got to be here eventually, man. It's not coming, bro. I was looking through some of our, you know, our Twitch page. You know, the description on a lot of the synced up stuff mm-hmm. is I'm still waiting for a Nintendo Direct. Yeah. And I put it there when I made a lot of those things. Yeah, back in February. And it doesn't change, man. I'm still no, waiting. Still waiting on an actual Nintendo Direct. I need something. That's it for the uh, partner showcase. Nothing real crazy of note. I think the most notable thing here is the Hyrule Warriors demo. And play you demo. should go download that. It's free and you can play it. It's the first chapter of the game, the whole thing. The first hour and a half to two hours, depending yep. on how much you do. And it's very much enjoyable, even though Zelda plays like trash. But we'll get into that later. 
Um, uh, well, I don't know. I was going to say speaking of, but I don't speaking know. Of trash. Speaking of trash. No, this is not speaking of trash. But Cyberpunk 2077 is delayed again to December 10th, um, but it's still gone gold. This is from A.D. Robertson at The Verge. Cyberpunk 2077 is being delayed yet again, this time until December 10th. Developer CD Projekt Red says it's still working on a launch day patch for the game, which was previously slated for November 19th. It attributes the delay partly to its multi-platform release, which will see the game launch across two generations of console hardware, PC, and Google Stadia. Quote, the biggest challenge for us right now is shipping the game on current gen, next gen, and PC at the same time, which requires us to prepare and test nine versions of it, the company said in a tweet. We need to make sure everything works well and every version runs smoothly. We're aware it might seem unrealistic when someone says 21 days can make any difference in such a massive and complex, complex game, but they really do. Cyberpunk 2077 officially went gold, i.e. locked the release version of the game in early October, and the developers promised via Twitter that no more delays are happening. We've seen how that went. The release version is still finished, but CD Pro wait, is this the same thing? Hold up. Why does it sound so... No, I don't think you've no, said okay. this. No, okay. Wow, wow. Hold you up. Okay? I'm tripping. Like, you I had, like... I'm, I think I hit deja vu just really... <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, no. I just had the most severe case of deja vu in the middle of that sentence. Wow. Okay, where, where, give me back. The release version is still finished, but CD Projekt Red has been developing further updates for the day of the game's release. This is the time period we undercalculated, the tweet says, even after an unanticipated crunch period that's seen developers working overtime. Cyberpunk 2077 has been one of the most highly anticipated games of 2020, but with the latest delay, it's going to be just squeaking in at the end of the year. You know what it's not squeaking into? Hmm. The Game Awards. No, no, not squeaking into the Game Awards. This is such an interesting thing to have happened after their big blow up of, hey, no more delays. Yeah. And then their big blow or, up of, hey, the, our game's gone gold. The crunch. You know, you've seen the, the tweets from the previous day before this mm -hmm. this tweet where they were like, I, you know, someone tweets, I took off work for this. Are we, are we a go for November? Yeah. And they were like, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and you know, that's just a marketing guy. And they yeah, didn't tell them. It's em. just like, the, you know, here's the list of responses to these questions. Go ahead and mm -hmm. say that. So you can't be mad at him, but it is, it does suck. It, um, you know, you, you you give the the developers the time they need and that's perfectly yep. fine. But to act like it doesn't suck for some people, mm. it does. So it definitely does, especially being so close. And I yeah. think the option of releasing, you know, the next gen version before the current gen version mm -hmm. and just letting Xbox One players have to chill out. Yeah, it ain't gonna do that. No. Yeah, Kinda that sucks. doesn't. Yeah, that doesn't really seem uh, seem fair to uh, to a lot of people, especially if they can't uh, buy the new consoles. But if you need time to make the game better, make the game better. It does suck. Um, that, that that they have to de the delay it another 21 days, but that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. And I'm mm -hmm. honestly, in reality, this uh, for a lot of people, this sucks. But for me, I am happy about this delay. Some more breathing room. As someone who has to make all the content and someone who has to buy all the stuff and play all of these games, um, come November 10th around that area, uh, this moving out of the way frees so much room for me yeah. and so much room for us to make content. So who was we're happy about this. this? I'm trying to remember. There was there was one game that was like. Path of Exile. It was a Path of Exile. Was it? it? Yeah. Okay. So the Path of Exile developers tweeted out like, hey, Cyberpunk delayed to this day, so we're delaying specifically for that. The shit's done, but we got to wait. Yeah. So that was kind of funny that they, that they that was went ahead and was like, hey, uh, we're just going to straight up admit it. We don't want to clash with this uh, game, so we're mm -hmm. just going to wait. Um, but speaking of clashing here, Netflix is making a live action Assassin's Creed series. Mm -hmm. An animated series is on the way, or animated series for that? I don't know. It's on animated the way too. By Megan Farrakhmanesh at The Verge. I'm sorry, Megan. I apologize. 
A live-action ad adaptation of Ubisoft's long-running series, Assassin's Creed, is coming to Netflix. The show will be the first of several new series Netflix announced as the agreement between the streaming platform and, the and Ubisoft will tap into the iconic game's trove of dynamic stories with global mass appeal for ad adaptations of live-action, animated, and anime series. The live-action show is still in the early stage stages and in need of a showrunner. It's also unclear when it will take place and what it will be about. The franchise is known for combining historical settings with modern narratives and has tackled everything from the Crusades to the Vikings. From its breathtaking historical worlds and massive global appeal as one of the best-selling video game franchises of all time, we are committed to carefully ch uh, changing or crafting epic and thrilling entertainment based on this distinct IP and provide a deeper dive for fans and our members around the world to enjoy, said Netflix Original Series Vice President Peter Friedlander in a prepared statement. Netflix has already found success in a live adaptation of another beloved game series, The Witcher, starring Henry Cavill. Following the first season, Netflix announced a six-part live-action prequel spinoff. The streaming service also revealed a live-action take on Resident Evil earlier this year. For Ubisoft's part, it's not the first time the developers have brought its sci-fi world to the screen. In 2016, a film adaptation starring Michael Fassbender was released to largely negative critical response. Yeah, it wasn't a good movie. No. So this is another thing. It seems like Netflix it just wants to, it just believes in video game it IP. It seems like we talk about this every week. Every week, uh, some sort of new uh, video game IP moving over into movies, and um, you like to see it, and the hopefully it's big, and hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's good. I mean, mm -hmm. we we've seen success with The Witcher, and I very much enjoyed The Witcher. I'm sure a majority of these um, shows will be good. But, yeah, uh, I'm a champion. I'm on Twitter, I've said it. Just give me one. Yeah. Give me another one. Yeah. Dude, we got, it's been The Witcher and nothing else, and then there's 15 more in the future. Yeah, you got to release something. I need one. Yeah, you got to release something. So this is something to get excited about, and hopefully, hopefully. It's good. And a good again, series. a series that deserves a, a, a well-turned, a, a well-told uh, video adaptation of it. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking and, forward to it. And hopefully, hopefully it's good. And hopefully we see it sooner rather than later. And it's not one of those ones that ends up coming out seven years from now after 15 directors and, and yep. stuff like that. Speaking of directors. Speaking of directors, Halo Infinite loses its director in another leadership shakeup by Ali Jones at Games Radar. The director of Halo Infinite has left developer 343 Industries. Chris Lee, who has worked at the studio for more than a decade, confirmed his departure via Bloomberg earlier today. Lee, who joined 343 in 2008, has been a studio head since 2016, says that he has, quote, stepped back from Infinite and I am looking at future opportunities. I believe in the team, and I am confident that they will deliver a great game, and now is a good time for me to step away. Lee will, however, remain a Microsoft employee, according to a statement from the company. The departure marks another blow for Halo Infinite. Last summer, it's, it lost its creative director and executive producer, at which point 343 said that Lee would continue to lead the overall creative vision and production of the game. Earlier this year, the game, which was originally slated to release as an Xbox Series X launch game, was pushed back to 2021, and we still don't have a concrete Halo Infinite release date. Bloomberg's report suggests that it will be a significant part of Lee's it could be a significant part of Lee's departure, stating that Lee's role was sidelined a few weeks after the decision to, to delay Infinite was made after the response to the game's reveal in July. His replacement uh, replacements are longtime Halo developer Joe Staten, who is currently leading the single player campaign, and Microsoft senior executive Pierre Hincy, who is running the multiplayer side. This sucks, man. Yeah, it, it really makes me concerned. For, for Halo? Yeah. Yeah. And where they're going as a franchise. Um, it was already terrible news that it wouldn't be a launch game. Mm -hmm. You know, that was a big hit for Microsoft. It was. And I think they're doing okay. The uh, fact that there's still not granted, a concrete date is yeah. very wild. Hopefully, this ends up being good. They've delayed it pretty much up to a year later, which is crazy for, mm -hmm. for them to be like hey this is coming out and then actually we're going to delay it a year like right after announcing it's coming out and you, that could be due to the critical reception of the reveal event which was mixed to yeah, say the I least. Yeah I know I knew at the time we were we were saying that or I, I thought they would 
end up doing a lot of changes to it. But mm-hmm. I, I think you and maybe some other people were saying that they didn't think they those the reception would make as big of an impact as we thought it would. Mm-hmm. And that the graphics wouldn't end up getting changed that much. I think that we they, might be getting yeah. a serious shakeup. Uh, yeah. And Microsoft's not going to let this game come out and be bad. So even no. if this game gets delayed into an oblivion, you're still going to end up seeing it at the end of the day, most likely. Um, but that's the news this week. I guess it was more negative than positive. A lot of delays, a lot of different stuff. Uh, kind of 50-50 here. Yep. But Age of Calamity. Age of Calamity demo. Play that. Um, but this next section of the podcast, This Week in Gaming, this is the section of the podcast where, you guessed it, we talk about... It's this really week. the section of the podcast where Mike gets called out for not have played in the game. <laughs> That's what we should call it. Has Mike played these games that Tim yes thinks or are no? important? Hey, not just me, dude. Not just me, okay? You're the one that makes the list. I do make the list, but I'm saying you do get called out by other people. For, I do. You know, Beautiful Joe. I don't know if you want to go back to that no. specifically. No, don't bring it up. Bring up Beautiful Joe if, if we want to turn the clock new back. people watching. Don't move on. Moving on, moving it's on. It's a new month. So let's just get into it here. November 1st, you got Crash Bandicoot Wrath of Cortex 2001. That's a good old classic. I don't it know is. if you played that one. Yes, I did. That was actually my first Crash game I ever played. And the first game I can remember playing, if I turn the clock back as far as I can go. Like Really? First game I remember playing. Like as like a memory I have on the Game Boy Advance version. Pokemon Red for me. Game Boy Advance version, and fun fact about that is I lost that whole Game Boy Advance and the Crash Bandicoot on a plane. Mm. Left it on the plane. I thought you were gonna say garage sale. That's nope. what. That's how my stories all end. In the garage it's like, sale. Oh, where's your Game Boy? Garage sale. It got lost in the garage sale. That sucks. No, yeah, mine lo- left it on a plane. I don't remember how old I was, but I do remember playing Tragic. the shit out of this. Uh, 2005, four years later, you get Star Wars Battlefront Two. You know, maybe the new Star Wars Battlefront 2 isn't that mm-hmm. good, but this one, bang. Oh, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Playing this game was iconic. Galactic Conquest. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me, bro? Oh, that shit would last like five hours. Yeah. It was so fun. I played so much Galactic this, Conquest. This is one of those spend the night games and play for hours. Play for so long. Mm-hmm. Fully agree. Um, six know. years later, you get Uncharted 3. I think that's Drake's Fortune that came mm-hmm. out uh, in 2011. Another good old classic PlayStation uh, shout PlayStation out, original. Shout out to uh, PlayStation my boy original. Tom Holland. I just said PlayStation original. I've been watching too much Netflix. PlayStation original. PlayStation exclusive is what I should have said. Yeah, shout out Tom Holland. Hopefully, uh, hopefully the hopefully he's doing all right. November second, I didn't really see anything of note. Uh, let me know if I fucked up. This or actually, be when I fact check you, but I believe you this yeah, time. Yeah. Um. Mainly, take it up with Game Facts. Don't take it up with me. Uh, November third, you get Ratchet and Clank up your arsenal in two thousand and four. One of the Good older game. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank games very much liked. Five years later, you get Dragon Age Origins in two thousand and nine, a game that I actually personally missed. I never played any of the original Dragon Age games uh, except for kind of sidebar, but I do love Dragon Age Inquisition. Um, but I should go back and play Dragon Age Origins, but I want to wait until they remake it, which is what I want to do. But I haven't played it yet. Sure, yeah. What you? Tr- why are you looking like that? You want to call me out on something? No, no, I was just waiting for none. Now move yeah, on. Uh-huh. November 4th, you get the original Ratchet & Clank, I believe, in 2002. Good old classic. Kickstarter the series. We're about to get. Mm-hmm. We're about to get another Ratchet and Clank pretty soon. The Wolf Among Us full series. All of it was completely out in 2014. I knew you Good played game. it and very much loved it. Phenomenal so game. I included it here. I only the ever best, played the first episode. The best Telltale game. Might I point you in the direction of Minecraft Story Mode? No, I'm just no. playing. I really do I like. I really do like Minecraft Story Mode. I thought you were gonna say Walking Dead, and I could be like, maybe. Walking Dead Season One is very good. I actually do like Minecraft Story Mode a lot. I, yeah, you brought it up last night. It's fun. While we were watching Minecraft It's fun parodies. and it's very good. We did watch 25 minutes of Minecraft parody music videos. Doesn't hold up. I don't know. <laughs> I disagree, bro. No, uh, only one of them was 
good. Come on, Dragonhearted and all, and take back the night, dude. Let's go. Okay. Anyway, uh, 2014, that same day, the Binding of Isaac rebirth happened. That was when the game got its full big overhaul, and it mm. blows my mind that that was six years ago, because that means the game itself came out even further back than that. Oh, man. The next day, November 5th, you got the Firth. Firth, Firth. Hey, I didn't say Feb, Feb-timber. But you said Firth. Hey, hey, I'm nervous, you know. It's it's a nervous day. Uh, Modern Warfare 2007, the original one. That is a good Call of Duty game. A phenomenal one, but you're looking at the next one here. and then uh, Yeah, uh, six years later, you get Call of Duty Ghosts in 2013. A game that everyone thought was great the first day and then realized the second day that, that this game's this not game good. This game is the boo-boo game of the day. <laughs> not boo-boo. Cod goose. Boo-boo. <laughs> Goosts? Goosts. Goosts, yeah. Goose, yeah. Goose, yeah. Call of Duty Goosts, yeah. It's boo-boo. Mm. It is very much not good. No. And the story ends on a cliffhanger, and I'd like the rest of that story, but... I like how I was like... I guess I was 15 when this game came out. Mm-hmm. That doesn't... That doesn't make sense in my head. Yeah. But I know... I went out and bought this game with my own money, and I was so excited. Yeah. And I think it was one of the first games I bought as a young man yeah me too it was just straight up disappointed yeah not very good I was like this is not nearly as I good like, as the last one I like they they started doing like the mission evo- or the uh, multiplayer game evolutions where you could like change the map permanently by doing something mm-hmm. and that was cool but then it, you just realized like everyone would do that shit right at the beginning of the map yeah and then yeah it was terrible November 6th the next day you get Halo 4 2012 a game a lot that of a, hours in that one a lot of people um, at least for the main campaign didn't enjoy very much no, but me was, personally I, I liked a, it I played a lot of the multiplayer though I didn't play much of it that's when they introduced Warzone we, or something. we used to have like a family game night is what we called it and mm-hmm. it was me and my homies we get on Xbox Live and we play Halo 4 Halo 4 and it was a good time. Yep. 2012. Anyway, the next day, November 7th, you, it's, it's a banging of a day and a banging day for That's sequels, I guess. Day. Guitar Hero, the original, came out in 2005. Fantastic. Yep. A, kickstarted a series that has one of my top 10 favorite games of all time, Guitar Hero 3, which is really good. The next uh, game here, 2006, a year later, you get Call of Duty 3, one of the first Call of Duties I remember playing on the mm-hmm. GameCube, and I actually very much enjoyed playing it. Very much did. Which one was Call of Duty 3? Was it just Call of Duty 3? Yeah, just Call of Duty 3. Hmm. Had like the three stars on it. Okay. The guy on the no, flat in one grand. Huh. Uh, Gears of War came out that same day in 2006. A series that I didn't play much of, but I like mm-hmm. a decent amount. I always remember Cold Train. Yeah, it was good. Cold Train. Um, same day, you get the sequel to Guitar Hero, Guitar Hero 2. Don't have much to say about it. but What was the final song? I don't remember. Do you know? Nope. Was it one by Metallica? No, that's Guitar Hero 3. Is it? Yes. Wow. Well, I thought Through the Fire and Flames was... Guitar Hero 3, that's the last song on the bonus tracks. Oh. But one by Metallica is the last song, technically, unless you count Devil Went Down to Georgia and the boss battle. No. Okay. I I really, I want to know now. I'll have to look that up afterwards. Yeah. You can go for it. And then, the same day, two years later, in 2008, the sequel to Gears of War, Gears of War 2. People like November 7th. I guess so. Is anything coming out on, what's November 7th for us? Mm -mm. No. That'd be Saturday. Yep. So it'll be November 6th. Mm-hmm. Will be the day. Nothing's coming out November seventh this year. Um, that's it. That is it. For I'd say it's a pretty good week. Yeah, I mean it's the holiday. It, we're leading up to the holiday, so I imagine the the this week in gaming section of the podcast is going to get thick. pretty nice for bigger. this for this next month and a half. Um, any, any results over there, Jordan? On the guitar, the Guitar Hero Two set list. Yeah, what's the last song on the Guitar Hero Two set list? Damn. Oh damn. Um, if you can find one that's by difficulty. Cliffs what? of Dover was on Guitar Hero That's 2? Guitar Hero 3. But is it in 2 as well? Okay, I was okay. like, bro, come on. Dude, I want to play Guitar Hero right now. Yeah. You want to go to the arcade? JK, we can't. I have Guitar We have Guitar Hero 3 and the Wii U over here. We just, Noah, we can't find the fucking guitars. 
Didn't you already have them? I thought they were here. I thought they were here too. Yeah, but where? No, I don't know. Exactly. Maybe they're in a bucket. Hmm. We'll we'll get hmm. we'll get to it. We'll get to it. What do we got? What, what's the last song of Guitar Hero Two? Okay, but before we answer that question, just let us know when you find out. Uh, Reader Mail, this is the section of the podcast where you can write in to syncedupod at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or concerns that you have on the show. The only thing we have this week is Matt wrote in. He said, where's the merch at? The reason I included this in here is because I don't know where the merch is at. You want to have a merch discussion? Uh, yeah, you know, the possibility of merch um, is obviously a very uh, hot, hot topic right now, especially because we just promoted on the Min Max podcast. And if you're still listening this far and you came from there, thank you very much. And uh, I appreciate you. Um, but... Uh, there is the potential for some serious growth coming soon with November being the hot month for video game content, mm-hmm. the promotion on these uh, Min Max podcast. Obviously, the fact we've been more uh, intense on the Twitter, Mike, and we have branched off to Twitch. Mike has branched off to Twitch and is seeing some success there. The growth uh, potential here is pretty intense. So well, what's what's your dream merch? I don't know. I have no idea. That's Do we have why. an answer from Jordan? What's the answer? Freebird. Free I shouldn't have yelled that. One? Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I guess I, I guess I okay. skipped a lot of. I don't yeah, know. I definitely played it, but I don't remember that well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, three was the good one. So, hundred uh-huh, okay. percent. What's your dream merch? I don't know. I don't really have any real idea on what it would be, but I'm just saying, like the possible. I was just, I just wanted to mention it here in the show because mm-hmm. the possibility is definitely there. Because it's definitely going to be this logo, right? Mm-hmm. So it'd be this logo. Now we could do some other stuff. I feel like shirts. We could do everybody some fun stuff. Shirts. We could do some fun stuff. Everybody makes hats. Yeah. Number one Nintendo fan. We go shirt. for socks. We go for socks. Synced, synced up socks. You know, and you might be thinking nobody's going to see it. You know, it doesn't help get our brand out there because even if they're a fan, it's under their shoes. Yeah. But I don't have anything to, you know, <laughs> outweigh that. But it's an untapped market. Socks. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do, but just know merch is something that we're thinking about. And if so. you have a degree and merch <laughs> send in send in your um your suggestions yeah well okay mock-ups as mock-ups. they call them um that's it for reader mail it's all we really hot we don't have a lot of people who write in but when they do we appreciate it um this next section of the podcast is the what you've been playing section where we talk about you guessed it what we've been playing um so this week i have played watchdogs legion i'm not going to get much into that here on the main show if you want to know my 100% thoughts on Watch Dogs Legion. You can jump on over to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash synced up podcast, where we did a impressions video for Watch Dogs Legion. It'll be um, up shortly it'll be up after today, probably. The podcast. Today when you're seeing this is what I'm saying, after the podcast. Probably mm-hmm. sometime in the afternoon, maybe in the evening. I don't know. But you can uh, hear my thoughts there. Uh, to sum it all up, not very good. Um, if that gets you excited to watch that video, go watch that video. I also played Rogue Company a bunch this week. I know I talked about it last week, but that game continues to be very fun. Um, I played Phasmophobia. I streamed it, actually. If you want to go watch the VOD of that, you can go to twitch.tv slash pod over there on Twitch and uh, watch the VOD of me playing Phasmophobia. What'd you think? What'd you think? I didn't like it, man, which Damn. was odd. I, 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 it was odd. I enjoyed playing with uh, Trey and Ethan again because, I, you know, I like playing games with them. And it was fun getting getting back together on the PC and playing some games. And it was fun doing my first first stream. That was mm-hmm. That was tight. But all in all, I think if you don't have a VR, I don't know if this game is really all that worth it. I don't know if maybe my game was buggy. I don't know if like the, the voice recognition thing wasn't working the way it was supposed to. I have no idea. Whatever it was, it just didn't feel like it didn't feel that great. Like there wasn't it wasn't very eventful. Wasn't yeah. It was spooky. It definitely had a spooky vibe and there was some jump scares, but not enough to, for me to I don't see how this is the number one stream game on Twitch right now. 
Is it really? Yeah. More than Among Us? Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. I'm shook. Yeah, it's it's past Among Us, and I don't see. I just don't see it. I don't. I don't understand. Um, but other than that, I played Amnesia Rebirth, which I played at the very end of the stream. It's also in that same vod. I barely got. I only got to play like 25 minutes, so I don't got a lot to say about it. A lot of people are liking it, but from the first 20 something minutes. I'm not really liking it, and you I don't think got Noah's thoughts on it because he he played a decent he, amount. He did play he? a decent amount, and I I don't know if it's because the game's bad. I don't think it's that. I think it's genuinely because I'm just not really in the mood for this type of game right now. Yeah. Um, with Valhalla on the horizon, Miles Morales, Demon Souls. You were really wanting to play Legion, is what you're telling me. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, I'll tell you that much. And so I I'm just not really looking for this. Um, the last game uh, I played, which we'll use to transition to the game that, is, that you played, was the demo for um, mm -hmm. for Age of Calamity, Hyrule Warriors, and that shit is fun. That, I, that game is amazing. Um, okay. I, I, well, hold up. Amazing is a strong word. <laughs> yeah, hold up. Amazingly hold up. fun. Amazingly fun. Yeah, it was very fun, and I think it, it says a lot that I finished it and was disappointed that it was over and wanted more, so that yeah. says a lot for, for the quality of the game. I can definitely see how people who are very into JRPGs and grinding stuff can really get into the nitty-gritty here. Bro, when I found out you could combine weapons mm -hmm. and just make that one weapon stronger, Better. that's a gotcha thing. Yeah. That's a, yep. right up my alley. I know, I know a lot of people that dig that stuff can, can get into that, but I also see that there are avenues that this game is doing to alleviate those issues if you are not into that. Yeah. The gameplay is fun. I would hearken it to a fighting game with combos, but in th three-dimensional. I would three hearken it to Dynasty Warriors. Well, yeah, but I'm for people who... Because a lot oh. of this game is going to attract people who don't play Dynasty. Warriors uh, yeah, because yeah, of the Breath sure. of the Wild. And yes, it feels like a three-dimensional fighting game. You know, you're tapping light attacks and heavy attacks Hack and, and doing, slash. doing them in different doing them in different ways. And it feels very fighting games in terms of combos. Um, you get to play three characters in this demo. You get to play the whole entire first chapter of the game. So you get to play side missions, a couple of main missions. You get to do some of the side stuff. It seems stuff. that you get to test a little bit of what the game has to offer. Exactly. Besides, um, like, the Divine Beast and stuff like that. Exactly. And the four champions that you get to play as, you don't get to unlock them yet. So we don't know how they play. I will say uh, Zelda is my least favorite character to play. Um, yes. Link number two and uh, Impa number one. Link number one for me, Impa number two. Um, And I think my biggest complaint here is Zelda just... It does not feel good to play and as I'll Zelda. I'll tell you why I don't like it that much. It's because all of her kit is just stuff you can do with Link. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's just different versions of yeah. what you can do. What well, with everyone? Impa can have can do the little things too. Yeah. But it's just but like like what like there's this you get the Sheikah slate so you can do the bombs the magnesis the tele, uh, the uh, time and the um, ice you can do all mm -hmm. that just like a Breath of the Wild. Every character can do it, including Zelda. But her like move set. Is all, all built based. around that, yeah. and it's just not fun. She doesn't have very complex combos, and I found myself doing the same move over and over and over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Her special ability wasn't that great. It was cool, but it, it was all right. And her um, her special like move just kind of didn't do much like, no. at all. Uh, just I think detonated I think, the bomb or detonated the ice or whatever. And I get it. I mean, they probably had a hard time coming up with her design because she doesn't have an awakened powers yet. Yeah. So maybe, you know, I think that's part of the story is that they're trying maybe to Maybe she get gets her, better or something. Yeah, maybe she her, her kit changes up near the end. Mm -hmm. So that'd be cool. That'd be nice. But um, they gave Link and Impa very cool, and I felt like all the combos you could do were pretty different from yeah. each other. So um, Link feels I'm excited nice. for this game. Link definitely feels nice. I will say Impa feels the best with her. Her, her disappearing and doing all the crazy shit mm -hmm. on screen. Like, Impa feels real, real good. Also, I just prefer playing as a female in video games, such as how I've always been. Um, I can't wait for Mifa and uh, Rivali yeah, um, to play Rivali. them. I'm, I'm very excited for that. But in terms of, of, of this, I, I, I really see, if you have a Switch, there is no reason to not download this demo and play it. Yeah, so. very fun. Highly 100%. recommend. 100%. But that's um, all I've played this week. Speaking of some other Nintendo stuff, I got about 20, 25 minutes in the Pikmin 3. Mm -hmm. um, played a little bit on stream, but um, it was it was getting late, so I had to call it. Um, I think I'm gonna like this game. Mm -hmm. It's very 
puzzle-y so far. Yeah, um, that's how they, that's how they It seems like a very been. chill game, which I'm cool with. I like chill games. I like puzzle chill games. Um, it just looks fun. Um, obviously, I'll come back to that next week with a lot more to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I have played a lot of the Pokemon DLC, finished the Pokedex, um, which is always the, like, you know, the main goal. And I like this DLC a lot more. And I think it's solidified for me that I don't want Pokemon to ever do the sequel game again. Yeah. I don't want, you know, another Ultra Sun Ultra Man. I don't want Black yeah. White Black 2. two. That was um, even though they were, were good. They were good. Those games are pretty uh, different, though, I feel like. Yeah, I think Black was the only one that was really different. You know, um, Sapphire, Ruby, Emerald. Mm-hmm. They're, Omega. You know, I'm, I'm just tired of the sequel game. And I think this did a good job of changing up that system. Mm-hmm. Um, it added a very different um, environment to explore in both DLCs. And the Max Raid Den or the um, Dynamax Adventure system is very cool mm-hmm. um, and very fun. I enjoyed it a lot. It lets you use Pokemon that you wouldn't usually use in your party because mm-hmm. it's all rental Pokemon. Yeah. And I love when they do that stuff because it lets tight. me use Pokemon I don't use. Yeah. Um, and so, I yeah, it was very good. And thumbs up. I thumbs enjoyed up. it. 100%. The DLC definitely saved this game. I think it will have saved a lot of people's memories of this game. I hope so. There was no DLC. Sword and Shield would have went down pretty bad yep and then um i didn't quick like update it. on hades i am two runs away from eight runs done. eight runs through huh yeah that game so good game of the it's year. very crisp very For crisp me. spoiler alert that's it that was a good week yeah that's um, all that's all the stuffs um obviously coming up pretty soon we got the watchdogs impressions video that you can watch next week on the 11th we mm-hmm. should have an assassin's creed valhalla impressions video on the 13th we should have a spider-man impressions video and a demon souls impressions video um and then following week after that the hyrule warriors impressions video so get forward or get look ready forward. yeah there we go look forward to a lot of content coming out of our camp uh this month uh, we'll probably i'm i'm kind of toying around with the idea of doing an impressions video on the consoles themselves yeah for going through that stuff so you might get to see that that's not concrete right now um obviously monday every monday we'll have the regular show going up for you and if you are interested in watching anybody stream we don't have a schedule right now but you can get notified by hitting the bell when we go live on twitch.tv slash synced up pod and twitch.tv slash claire bear c-l-e-r-c-b-e-a-r um for any of any just casual gaming maybe who knows we we don't really have a schedule or any sort of idea on what that is concretely right now and we're kind of toying around with it um but if you are still watching or listening um, and you're from the MinMax podcast, thank you very much for doing that. I very much appreciate you, and I hope you come back next week. Um, I'll, again, you can find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash SyncedUpPod. You can find us on your favorite podcasting service by searching SyncedUpPodcast and looking for the blue and white logo. You can follow us on Twitter at SyncedUpPod, and our Twitter handles, personal ones, are going down down right here, a little lower thirds um, on the video version of the podcast. You can write in SyncedUpPod at gmail.com if you want your questions, comments, concerns read on the show. Thank you so much for listening or watching this far into the Synced Up podcast. We love you. Goodbye.